Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers, but the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. For the first time in U.S. history, the president has been impeached twice. The catalyst for the second impeachment was the alleged incitement by the president of a mob which stormed the Capitol building. I think the claim that his words incited a mob are tenuous at best. Ignoring the fact that he specifically called for a peaceful march on Washington, the choice words many cite were, We fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Now, in certain contexts, you could call that a cry to storm a building, but that's missing the context of his calls for a peaceful protest. In fact, I could probably spend this episode pointing out the hypocrisy in impeaching him over this by highlighting such phrases as Senator Blumenthal saying he would fight like hell against Trump's Supreme Court nominee, or other Democrats justifying the summer Black Lives Matter protests by saying things like, there needs to be unrest in the streets, as Representative Presley said, or Vice President-elect Harris calling for the protesters to not let up. Of course, in context or further clarification of those quotes illuminates that they were also talking about peaceful protests, but if Trump's call for peaceful protest isn't being analyzed, why should theirs? Let's move on, however, to talking about the substance of the two politically opposed protests which occurred, the summer of Black Lives Matter riots and the storming of the Capitol building just a week or two ago. How are these two kinds of protests similar and how are they different? For starters, both have elements of property destruction and uninitiated violence which I outright condemn. It seems scarce few are willing to call out both as being wrong, because each justifies their riot or protest as an outrage against a pre-existing aggressor. For instance, more radical and or Trump conservatives have justified the destruction of government property as they see government as the band of criminals, either for illegitimate control of their lives through taxes, regulations, shutdowns, etc., or by cheating an election. In that way, they say that the people inside the Capitol building, the politicians, were the first aggressors. This logic, however, flows both ways. As BLM protesters would point out, George Floyd's death and other examples of police brutality, and perhaps more extreme progressives would point to society as a whole, as white aggression, thus justifying their destructive behavior. Ethically speaking, I don't think either holds much weight, as neither act of aggression came out of a direct need for self-defense. In fact, in both cases, the opposite effect took place after the fact. Sympathetic Republicans completely started disavowing the Trump movement due to the Capitol storming. And a sympathetic population in the wake of George Floyd stopped worrying about police brutality reform and started worrying about police being present to defend their private property. Other things to note about these events is that the scale of destruction and condemnation were not equal. For as bad as the Capitol storming was, the outcry was so monstrously loud for what little actually happened. The four deaths were truly tragic, but at least 25 deaths occurred with the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer, and so much more destruction of property as well. What's more pernicious about the massively increased scale of destruction in the BLM protests is that the people who were victimized 
were mostly completely innocent bystanders. Many of the businesses whose windows were shattered, inventory looted, and walls defaced were owned by the very marginalized people the protests were supposed to represent. I can't tell you how many examples of sympathetic liberal allies or black business owners who lamented the destruction of their property or safety during the BLM protests and riots. The response was not equitable. Most every Republican condemned the violent storming of the Capitol within a day or two, if not hours. It took Kamala Harris and other Democrat leaders nearly three months to condemn the violence of the BLM protests. Yet the destruction and the scale of the BLM riots across the U.S. was much larger than the ransacking of the Capitol building. It almost makes you think that the media and politicians care more about their own hallowed ground than the private property of their citizens. One final quick note is that many would say the Capitol storming was more impactful since it was done as an act of sedition. While it may be technically true they are at least partially rebelling against leadership, to think the protesters sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office or taking the speaker podium all while taking selfies were seriously attempting a coup is absurd. It was not a good event, and I don't seek to justify it, but it definitely strikes me more as a disorganized, upset crowd trying to take back what they think was stolen from them, not an organized attack trying to usurp control of the United States. I think that's why you see so many people who were sympathetic to the original cause of the protests condemn the violence, because that was never the intent. And at best, I think the Black Lives Matter protesters as well did not mean for the destruction to occur, but they are far more culpable when they sat by silently, slightly encouraged it, and didn't condemn it until much, much later. These two protests, riots, or whatever you want to call them, were both missteps in calculation and outcome, but let's not pretend they were equal. Even if, at best, the ideals of the BLM protests were in a better place, the lack of condemnation for the violence, the recipients of the destruction, and the scale were vastly more nasty than the Capitol storming. Based on the reports from the mainstream media, however, you wouldn't necessarily get that impression, I imagine. Thank you for spending your time on A Quick Thought.